Hi, hello, hello, hi, and welcome to all our hearts and minds. Thank you again for tuning in. We're here to discuss all things that have been on our hearts and minds, the good, the bad, the concerning and uplifting, or just straight talk. We're your hosts, Kimmy, yeah. our passionate heart, and Jeanette, our mind and chronic overthinker. Let's get into it. Please, let's. Alrighty, you know, you know the deal. Yes, we need to check up. What's been going on? Nothing really, you know. Uh... This week, they had a PA day at to the school, so my daughter got to stay home with me on Friday. Mm-hmm. I had to work from home. They also had uh, re- uh, progress reports at school, which was nice. She's doing really well. She's transitioning well into grade three, which is great. I'm super excited about that. And overall, you know, it was a decent week. It was a decent week. I can't complain. God brought me through another week. You know, Jesus held my hand the whole time. (laughs) He sure did. So I can't complain. How about you, girl? Awesome. Yeah, it's a good week. It's been really busy. You know, Q4, I don't know how it is with you at work, but Q4 is Mm -hmm. a hot mess. It's just like everything is happening at once. So it's just kind of keeping my head above water. But um, yeah, other than that, you know, work's always going to be work. So other than that, all good in the hood. Mm hmm. Okay, moving on to headlines. So the biggest news um, that happened this week is uh, we found out this week that Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted of all charges. Nonsense! (laughs) Well, uh, you know, my prediction was he wasn't going to be charged anyway. But um, the charges that he was found not guilty of was intentional homicide, reckless homicide, attempted homicide, and two times uh, endangering safety. There was another charge for possessing a weapon as a minor, which the judge uh, dismissed. And they were saying that that was going to be the most likely, that was a charge that he was most likely to be convicted of, of the list. Because yeah, when I saw the list of charges, I was like, there's no way he's going to be convicted based on the video alone that we saw. It's like they just would have needed a, a stronger case. But that's the news. He's been acquitted. Mm-hmm. Well, they gave him those particular charges so that he would be acquitted. <laughs> um, Yeah. But uh, I just briefly wanted to talk about that and how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. If it were a black man, he'd be under the jail already. Oh, yeah. So I feel as though there's lots of bias. I also feel as though the judge and his shenanigans um, <laughs> caused this acquittal. I think uh, they're going to turn around and blame the judge and say that he, you know, was biased and all of the rest of the what's nots. But Really, it's all smoke and mirrors. It's all a distraction. Really, we should be looking at the judicial system over there Mm. um, because that's really what's in question. Um, But of course, we have to have smoke and mirrors. And so the judge in this case will take the fall for his nonsensical behaviors in the courtroom. Um, But the last charge that you mentioned, he should have definitely, definitely done some sort of time on that. Um, I, I think he should have done time, period. How much time? That's debatable. Yeah. But he should have definitely done some time. And what this is saying, it all started at a protest. Mm-hmm. Won't be surprised if we have some more protesting uh, because of this verdict. It was yeah. very disheartening. Very, very disheartening. Um, the shenanigans in the courtroom. I, I feel appalling. like we need... We need to call him Judge Shenanigans. That's his new name. His, his name is, is Judge Shenanigans. <laughs> He's 
judge shenanigans. That's what he is because <laughs> he took he took um, a lot of emphasis off of the real issues that were in the courtroom. And uh, like I said, he's kind of the fall guy. You know what I mean? Um, so there'll be less look at the judicial system and more look at him as a judge and him presiding over the case and, and all of his shenanigans. And so uh, we lose focus at the fact that this young boy ended up with a gun that's meant for the military, went down to a location that's what, two, three, four hours away from his house and deliberately put himself in harm's way, strapped to the nine. So um, how that last charge that you mentioned he got off of, mm -hmm. only God he knows. That's Oops. what I have to say about that. I'm so disgusted. Yeah. Um, we already know that the, the judicial system in the States is shit. It's doo-doo. It's biased. It's, mm -hmm. it's set out to oppress. It's um, and in oppression. It will keep you as far down as possible. If you are not Caucasian of, or, you know, of, have a lot of money, then you're up shit's creek. That's pretty much what it is. Um, so it was disgusting to see that this young man... And I wouldn't be surprised, like I said, if there were going to be some sort of uh, uh, protesting for this, because I heard, you know, quite a bit of people are, uh, you know, really upset at the fact that that mm -hmm. he got off. He got mm -hmm. off on all charges. How do you get off on all charges? Like, how does that happen? Well, I mean, I can't say I was surprised, but it's still this. It's still uh, um, unfortunate. But moving on, um, mm -hmm. so another big story this week. Uh, I don't know if you saw that triggering video of yes, the, the ex-football player, Zach Stacy, um, boxing and throwing boxing. and slapping. He threw her around like a ragdoll. He did, he did everything and <laughs> in between. He did everything but kick her. I don't know if he, I think he wanted to kick her too. He wanted to kick her. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty awful. He wanted awful. to stomp her. He wanted it to was, stomp her. It was a pretty awful uh, video and that incident happened and he disappeared for a couple of days, but he has since been uh, arrested and uh, formally charged. Uh, if anybody, I just give a brief description. If no, I don't know how nobody could hear about this, could have mm -hmm. not heard about this, but it's essentially a video of uh, Zach Posey and his baby mother, I guess, I guess uh, let's call her that. And the baby and their five-month-year-old uh, baby is on the couch, and he is punching, and he throws her across the room into a big-screen TV, and continues to stand over like he wants to give her a couple more punches. Um, it was pretty awful. I literally turned my stomach. But anyway, so he was dis he was uh, oh, disappeared for a couple of days, and they were out looking for him. So they arrested him. I think it was this morning. And he's facing two felony charges. Mm -hmm. So one is aggravated battery and the second one is criminal mischief. The aggravated battery charge, maximum charge is 15 years. That's and I serious. think the criminal mischief is maximum five. You know, they typically never get the maximum, but that's still the, that's a still, even if he went to jail for a portion of that, I think he needs to go to jail. That's all I know. What do you uh, think? He needs a very long time out He's because he was acting like a damn child that's how he was acting like not a man who was thinking my child's on the couch watching me beat the shit 
out of his mother. Mm -hmm. He wasn't thinking that. That video was very triggering to me personally, Mm -hmm. um, which I'm not going to dive deep into, but either way, it did trigger me. And what triggered me the most was seeing that that baby was screaming. Mm. It's like almost like the baby could tell it's funny funny what you know what kids we underestimate children all the time and it's 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 just the atmosphere it's the vibe it's the the energy that's in the room um that baby doesn't know what's going on but could tell that there was something definitely wrong and that he had to be a part of that that he had to witness that Mm -hmm. now i don't know this football player like when i saw him this man is a giant. He's if a beast. you look at the man's head alone. His head alone is like, okay. <laughs> his jaw, his arms. It's like, like Jesus Christ. I was like, God damn. Like, and you're attacking her as though she's a man. And I saw a clip of her afterward, uh, just basically saying, you know, why she did this. And I looked at her and she's not a petite girl. Like she's not a size zero or size one. She looks like a typical, healthy, slim, slender type of woman. Mm -hmm. Okay. Even after having a baby, when I looked at her in comparison to him, she looked like she looked like a bag of bones. But you know what? I think I don't like to focus on that because even if she was 300 pounds, no, he would I, still do re- damage. No, but the reason why I'm focusing on that, mm-hmm. right, is to gauge how big this man is in comparison to her. Mm-hmm. That's why I want to gauge that. And the reason why I want to gauge that is because when he's beating her, you have to understand the, the gravity of the licks that she's taking because of how big he is. So this is not just, oh, he picked, like the video was disgusting to watch, but just to imagine, and this is where I get triggered, of being that woman and being picked up like a rag doll and being thrown across a room. Mm -hmm. That shows how much power he has, how much strength he has, how much size he has, against her not that i'm not justifying anything in this like let's i just want to be clear mm-hmm. and i'm not focusing on her size necessarily that as though she should be able to take the tumps no mm-hmm. that's not what i'm doing but i'm saying the size of this man this woman got beat down mm. she got beat down at one point she was on her back with her feet up in the air. And my instant thought to that in the video was good job, girl, never be in a vulnerable position where you can't kick, scratch, claw your way out. Because this man is a big ass motherfucker. I'm sorry. He's a big ass motherfucker. <laughs> He's a beast. I'm sorry. Okay. He's, He's a head alone. Beast. All right. <laughs> and I, and that's why I'm emphasizing on it because I want everybody to understand we see it. It, it rubs us the wrong way, but put yourself in that situation. This man took her up and threw her across a room. Effortlessly. <laughs> Without a problem. She went flying, okay? She went flying. That just goes to show his strength, his power, his size, and he knew it, and he used it. Mm. Damn. Well, I mean, kudos to her to videotaping that. She was yes. obviously... She was obviously taking those licks all along, but she probably had, the, you know, that was her time's up. Time's up for him. And uh, I... My hope- girl went and planted cameras, debauch, house. Yeah, and so- she's like, you're not going to get away with this. 
nope, you're not, not this time. gonna get away with this, not this time. And you know what? Kudos to you, girl, because of that strength. That took some serious strength to think and have enough foresight to say, let me put up some cameras in here. Not ones that he can see like my cell phone where he'll knock it out of my hand, but ones that are in different angles of my home. She was serious. She was not playing around this time. And a lot of women that are, you know, physically abused by a man, sometimes there's, there's something that goes wrong in our heads where we think, oh, well, let's protect him still. Protect the abuser. Yeah. She wasn't about that. So kudos to you, girl. Kudos for putting up all those cameras. And another thing, kudos to the next woman so that she can see, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to do like that, girl. I'm going to put cameras up in the house, different angles in my house. You're not going to get away with this. And we're gonna, and, and she set the precedent now for abused women. She set the precedent. She yeah. said, you know what? This is what you need to do. Own back your life. Take back what's yours. Do not let him have that power. And sorry, he's going to be charged. He will do time. And he needs to go sit on somewhere for a long time and go think about what he's doing. Damn right. Okay. So, and then uh, another, I don't know, this week, a lot of bad news this week. But, yes. Uh, rapper, rapper um, Young Dolph was uh, shot, was killed this week. Jesus. And there's been a lot of people pouring out support and and everything like that. I, I the thing is, I knew his name, but I couldn't really place a song. But you know, based on Spotify, his top songs are Major with Key Glock. I think that was the one I knew. He had On the River and No Sense, um, and One Hundred Shots. Those are his top songs. But um, yeah, it's, it's really sad because everybody's been saying he was there in his hometown of Memphis to like, he was donating, giving out turkeys. He was like connecting with his doing community. stuff for the community, doing mm-hmm. stuff for the community. So everything I see is like, this guy was very much in, in supporting and, and giving back to his community. And, um, doesn't so, this sound familiar to you? Oh yeah. What was his name? Nipsey, Nipsey right? hustle. Nipsey. Yeah. So it was two young guys. I don't know if they caught them yet i think they've identified them i'm not sure if they caught them but two very young guys like their early 20s i think between 21 and 22 and you see the video i I just saw a screenshot i'm not watching any video of anybody being killed anymore not i can't i can't can't do do it it. not for my psyche man i can't do it so he was there at um makeda's cookies which is one of his favorite spots there's even a video that came out of when he was when he was actually there that day and Mm -hmm. he had his cookies he was was shouting out the business so you know being you know supportive of of the, the community again and so, yeah, they opened fire and unfortunately passed away at 36. So Jesus. the drama now is uh, Soldier Boy. Uh, I hate to see this drama. So uh, Soldier Boy, a.k.a. Are you on crack? Um, yes, you are. <laughs> you need start. to stop sniffing. You need to stop injecting. Take the needle out your arm. Like you're about and, to um, fade away here soldier boy like so the, at first i was like why is soldier boy being dragged into this like i know they supposedly had a he released a cd or a single but the single was out or maybe it was the cd that he released and then somebody must have been saying a comment but the song was already out so at first i thought it was just about that but i'm like no then they they took him off the millennium tour for a couple of days because of all this so i'm like oh this has to be deeper than what i think so i guess a week before soldier boy and young dolph had a twitter beef um previously i don't they i don't know what the tweets were but obviously there is a some negative back and forth happening 
and um, because of everybody's looking at him in bad taste, because now it's like, if you were to infer anything, right, you're beefing with somebody on Twitter one week, then all of a sudden you're dead, and then you release a song called Talking to My Scale. (sighs) It's just not a good look. So anyway, I think it's smart. Millennium Tour has taken him off for a couple of shows just to kind of, I guess, until everything dies down, but... Oh, a lot of negativity, but unfortunately, this like you know, this guy went back to his community, and it's like this crabs in the bucket type of mentality. I don't know these young guys. I don't know what's going on. There's obviously- well, in the last five years or so, Jeanette, like I've noticed that it's rapper after rapper after rapper being shot and killed. Um, I like it's sad because a lot of them feel as though this is their only real way out. You know, Memphis has been having a lot of crime right now, a lot of killing and so on and so forth. Um, You know, and for a lot of them, they feel as though instead of, you know, hustling drugs to people, this is my way of getting out the hood. And a lot of these rappers are not they're not a Kanye. They're not a Jay-Z. They're not a Drake. Mm -mm. They're not even a soldier boy. Okay, they're just up and coming. Like they're just up and coming and starting to make their way in the industry. And it's just taken away like that. And I'm not trying to be funny here. Believe me when I say I'm not trying to be funny here. Mm-hmm. But rappers need to put together some sort of a fucking union. They need a union of some kind that will help out other rappers in situations where they get shot. Because this young man, Dolph, has a whole family. He has a whole family. You understand? Yeah. And he was probably the breadwinner of said family. So they need an insurance policy or something for rappers and specifically rappers. I know it sounds like far fetched, but it sounds like this is a this is a very hazardous career. This is a very hazardous career. Like I'm hearing more more about rappers being shot than I ever heard about people being shot in a war. Like it, it, it blows my mind because every month or every other month we're hearing about, you know, this rapper and that rapper. And it's like, I understand the, I understand the industry. I get that. Right. But these young men are losing their life uh, off of nothing. Yeah. Off of nothing. Off of absolutely nothing. And they're leaving behind children that don't have no father. Now this man was different. He was taking care of his. Mm-hmm. He was taking care of his and he even took it a step farther and tried to take care of the people in his community. Now he's gone. So who's going to step in his place? And are they going to get shot? You know what I mean? Like I, I this being a rapper is hazardous around here, me. Yeah, <laughs> like maybe not a union. That was the wrong choice of word, but like they need to have some sort of specific insurance policies set out on these rappers. I'd hope because, so. No, for real, for real. Because all of those people, Nipsey Hussle left behind a family, mm-hmm. children that are gonna grow up without fathers, and then the nasty cycle continues. It's sad, man. It's sad. But R.I.P. <laughs> to you, Dolph. R.I.P. to you. And I really hope that, you know, your family, my prayers go out to them in this hard time. You you were trying to do the right thing. And I think that's what really bothers me is that they really are trying to do the right thing. 
because they could just stay on the street. They could stay on the grind. They could make sell crack to their neighborhood. Instead, the man's trying to give out turkeys. He's trying to feed people. And now he's gone. Yep. Another so, one. Rest in peace, young Dolph. And uh, prayers out to his family and his wife and his kids. Okay, um, so move, music news, lighten it up a little bit. Yes, um, please. Oh, God, my it's, heart. It's another bittersweet, I don't know, because so uh, I think it was a couple days ago they had uh, the verses with Stephanie Mills and uh, Shaka, Shaka, Shaka Khan. Yeah, and, Shaka, you're still in the game, girl. Yeah. I don't know, Shaka was a mess based on what I was seeing. Shaka really? was a mess. I'm so sad. So the thing is, I was like, oh, that's cool, because I usually watch them after, like, a couple of days after. But then I saw on Twitter when it was happening live, I was like, something's wrong, something's wrong. People are, are, are I don't like the tone. So going back mm-hmm. and reading a couple blogs on the event. So it's they started really late. There's a lot of technical difficulties, which really I feel like at this stage, now that we've, like, moved on, it's a bit, it's been sold to a larger company, I feel like we shouldn't be having any glitching issues. But anyway, they started late. And the Again? main, the main, the main headline though is, Shaka Shaka was on something. Shaka Khan was lit. Okay, oh, they're saying Lord. they're calling her Soraka Khan. Okay, oh, they're God. saying she had a little bit no. more, too much Sirak. She the had le- uh, the legacy. She had pills. The legacy is gone. No, no, she's like, But you know what's funny? Not funny. This is not funny. But what's crazy is one of my favorite videos of Shaka Khan. I think she's performing in the either early 80s, late 70s, and she is clearly drunk off her ass. She's clearly, <laughs> she is clearly drunk. She She's swaying, but she's singing down, okay? See, maybe she needs that, you know? Oh, well, not to excuse it, but... No, yeah. I'm not excusing it, but I'm just saying, every performer, like we were talking last week about what's-his-face, um... Astro World, what's his face now? Um, what's his name? Travis Scott. Travis Scott. They have to get into a zone. That was Shaka. She was trying to get into her zone. You no, know, she got little. Well, who knows? She got but, too far into the zone. Um. So yeah. So that's 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 the irony. Is that one of my favorite videos of her performing is a video where she's clearly lit us. She's lit as fuck, but she's like her vocals were were on point this time. Her vocals were not on point. She didn't know the lyrics. Like the little what? the little clip that I saw, like st- thank God for Stephanie. They're close friends. They've been friends. They performed before, so Stephanie was really supporting her. So Stephanie was singing her songs and trying to help Miss Shaka Khan with her oh, songs because no. Shaka was slurring. Shaka was forgetting the lyrics. I didn't lyrics. see it, you know. I, I, Lord. She, she was forgetting the world. Now I don't want to watch it. I don't want to see it. It's gonna leave me with a bad image. Yeah. Of Shaka so a lot Khan. of people. So some of the tweets I saw was uh, one from Mark Lamont Hill. He was saying, "This is really hard to watch, and it's making me quite sad." The best part is Stephanie Mills holding Shaka down, supporting her through the songs. That is love. Another one. Real sisters, fix your crown when it's falling. I hope you all see the. Amen. Love. Yep, I hope you all see the love and sisterhood Stephanie Mills is showing tonight because the good sis is holding Shaka down, okay? Mm-hmm. That's, that's all I needed to see to know, like, lad. But, I mean, 
What well, a what, battle. I, I hope, I hope, <laughs> I hope uh, people start looking at Shaka's team and talks to Shaka's team because this is unacceptable. This is enabling behavior. She should not be going on stage in that condition. She does have a known issue with substance abuse. She needs to like go back and, and she needs to work on that because she's been performing. So, mm-hmm. And now what this is going to do, typically when the locks performed, Fat Joe said the price went up. You're going to have mm-hmm. to pay more to see the locks. Now with Shaka, Missy, the price gone down. It gone down. <laughs> it gone down. She not so, book again. Uh, prayers yeah. to Shaka Khan. I hope she gets the help she needs because it's not it's not looking good. Well, quickly while we're in the news, music news, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a versus. Now I need to see Patty LaBelle. Okay. But you didn't because- see pa- you didn't see Patty and um Gladys Knight? That was a classic. I didn't a- see them. They had a versus. A lie. Had, yeah, they had it already. Girl, you're late. But late, yeah. Because <laughs> I wanted to see I wanted to see her so but because she's won. Patty LaBelle has never lost what God gave her. Like that woman can blow. She's been able to blow from the 70s right up till now. Mm-hmm. So yes, I did miss it. I need to up yeah, the time. Go on, go on YouTube, watch it. We'll it, was, watch it, was, it. It's actually one of my top my my top five. Definitely one of my top five. It's one of my favorites. It's a good it's a good feel good one. You're gonna okay. feel you're gonna feel nice when you watch it. Yeah, That's I what I was hoping it. to get. That was what I was hoping to get from the uh Shaka mm. Shaka versus Stephanie Mills, but mm. Put the bottle down, Shaka. Mm. Yeah, put put the pills, put the bottle, just put it put all it down. down. Put it down. Okay, so moving on to a lot of mercy. Lot of mercy. Lot of mercy. And you know why we're you know why we're seeing it like that? Because we're about sick and tired of the baby. I'm damn tired of this man. Okay. Okay. So you know we're gonna be talking about how the baby and Danny Lay broke the internet this week. The first day of the week, month Monday, they started with the nonsense. Um, okay. <laughs> and basically, uh, so essentially, they're you know the baby, they him and his baby mother Danny Lay must have had some argument. Something was going on, and Disgrace. he mm-hmm. went to kick her out with her three month year old. With there. With their, their three-month-year-old daughter, and she was staying with him for the past couple of months, or essentially, you know, mostly, let's say, let's say since she had the baby, she's been staying with him, and uh, all of a sudden, out of some rage or some nonsense, he came and kicked her out, and I'm completely disgusted because <sighs> there's no way to validate, and he, she was charged, obviously, she was upset because he was, she, he was filming her, he was gaslighting her. Big time. Doing everything in between, and obviously, she must have been going off on him, and as he deserves, I don't care, and he called the police, and she was uh, arrested. Charged, yeah. And charged. Maybe assault. she wasn't arrested, she was just charged. Yeah, she was charged. I don't think they arrested her. No, they didn't arrest her. Um, oh, and, and what I wanted to say about that scenario, right, is just so that people can understand. In the United States, they have a law that if the person is living there and has mail coming to that address for more than 30 days, which is one month, they are a tenant. And you cannot just arbitrarily kick them out. You just can't do that. That's why the initial call to the police, the police are looking like damn fools walking in the place and Danny Lay is going off uh, off at the mouth. Oh, you don't need to be here, blah, blah, blah. And all this, because at the end of the day, the cops at that point couldn't take her out of the house. Mm-hmm. 
because she's a tenant. Mm-hmm. And he, and the, regardless of what the, the baby thinks, he couldn't just kick her out. So that's why he had to, like, he had to push her to the point of assault and then call the police because that's when the police were, are going to ask her to leave. You understand? Mm-hmm. But until that point comes, he could call the police five, six times a day. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, the police cannot ask her to leave because she's a tenant. And if you want her to leave, you have to evict her. Period. Mm-hmm. So that's where he went wrong. So he had to ante up now. He had to he had to level up the stupidness and the embarrassing. It's just disgusting. Jeanette. It was really honestly, it was disgusting. Like honestly. I mean, the baby has been showing his tendencies of trash behavior, but this, this now I kind of have to dash him away. I have to dash him away now. Like that dash was dash him away a long time, Zin. Oh, he's a mess. Um, and I think that what's really disgusting is even if he was over her, whatever they were arguing about. I mean, they both released Instagram press releases on their stories, talking in rambles because emotions are running high, but. Like, be a man. Like, go get a hotel. Go leave somewhere. You probably have so much other girls. You could go stay by them. You can. You have other baby mama. You have other... Like, you You could have went to a hotel for a day or even a couple hours until she calmed down or you get her family to take her out. There was just, like, a more... There was a less disgusting, trash-ass way to deal with the situation. Not picking sides here, obviously, He's obviously the villain. I'm sorry because she had your baby. The baby's just just fresh, dropped the baby just, just fresh, the other day, and you're doing this. So there's nothing that I can, nothing she could have done that would that I feel like would justify your behavior. Nothing at all. Absolutely nothing. Now, when I saw the clips, right? Okay, so the first clip that I saw was her in the bed with the baby, trying to feed the baby in the bed. Okay, then we get another clip where they're, I guess she's out of the bed, it's the next morning or the next day, and he is just, he's particularly nasty. Mm-hmm. It's almost as though he knew how to amper up. Of course. He knew exactly what to say. He knew, and, and when I thought about that, Jeanette, what I thought is, this must have been a regular picture for the baby to see. Because he knows exactly how to deal with the situation. He knows exactly how. It's like this must be deep-rooted in his past. Mm -hmm. Okay? Because he dealt with it like a true soldier. Like he didn't didn't flinch. He didn't... He, he, he didn't pause. He didn't stop to think. He didn't do nothing. It's like this is deep rooted in him to the point where he knows how to egg her on. He knows what to say. He knows how, oh, I'm going to call the police to ante up the drama. Like, mm. you know, all this stuff, it just it just felt like first it's felt like is this for real like i felt like i was in the twilight zone because yeah, i could was, not yeah. believe i couldn't even watch it young lady who was a beautiful talented young girl mm-hmm. regardless of my opinions of her she's beautiful and she's talented to allow the likes of the baby who was at one point in his career on a stage in a, an adult diaper okay mm-hmm. allow that same man mm-hmm. to come and disrespect you like that after you had his child and then I thought to myself, girl, find your ass out of this man's house. Please. And thanks. Because what is going on here? We're acting like Danny Lay's broke. She's not well, broke. I don't, yeah, she's not broke, but she probably definitely not. Like she doesn't said, have his money. No. But she has some money. I enough so. money to go find a hotel room. Mm. Because if he's not going to leave, like that's one thing about me. 
is I don't like when people troll in my face what they got. Mm. He was trolling in your face that you're in his house, that you need to come out of his house. Well, girlfriend, don't think twice. I told you what I would have done. We talked about this. Mm. And I said, if it was me, I would have finished feeding my baby. I would have packed every damn thing in that place that was me and my kids. And I would have, I would have vacated that place so fast his head would have spun. Mm. And he would have never saw me again. Mm. And if he wanted to see his pitney, lawyer up, Brethren, because <laughs> we ain't talking. If, we, if, if I'm not talking through your lawyer, we ain't talking, period. I don't care what platform you want to go on. I don't care what you want to do. You will never have the chance of talking to me again. And that itself would burn him. It would burn him so bad because he's trying to make a mockery of you, bro. He's making a mockery of you. He gassed you up so, so much that you went and disgraced yourself and put your career in harm's way for this man. So I would have left. I'm sorry. Three o'clock in the morning. She, she I don't needed to leave. Shit. She needed to she leave. She had at least a grand in her account. Okay. And that's more than enough to go find yourself a hotel until you can figure out the next day what she was going to do. And uh, on top of that, the next day, I would have been down at the courtyard. See me? And we would be filing the damn child support immediately. The next month, I would have had your money. You see me? Don't play with me. Because in this respect, you don't come and disrespect a woman who just gave birth to your child. Yeah. She just pushed out your child. Does anybody really understand how traumatic that is to the human body? Hmm. She's still trying to heal. She's still trying to get her bearings. She's a new mom. She's still trying to find her way. And her hormones are probably still out of whack. Out of whack? It's out of whack for at least the first year of the kid's life. That's what my doctor told me. Oh. He's like, listen, you might start feeling back to yourself in about six months, but you won't feel... 100% 100% you for at least a year. Wow. So at least a year after that, because you're breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. You're bre- even if you don't breastfeed or you, you pump milk or you have formula, your body is still in the process of saying, I just had a baby. My body is doing things that are meant for the baby, like lactating and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Her hormones are so far up, down, and all around. That's why I would have left because I would have catch a case. I would have <laughs> catch a case for real. Well, I she did just, catch a case. Yeah, no, 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 no assault. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, no, no. It wouldn't have been an assault thing, Rich. Okay, it been way farther than that because you're you're catching her at a very, very vulnerable time in her life very very vulnerable and now she has this little baby to worry about and what i didn't like about this stupid ass man was he had the nerve to go and show her baby yes oh yeah he showed the face she's been hiding she wasn't showing the baby's face she doesn't want to because of the publicity around it and people just she wants a child to be able to have a little bit of normalcy Mm -hmm. she knows what she's in she sees that, okay, we're in the limelight. I don't want my baby's face out there. I don't, can my baby, can can the baby grow a little? Can it put on some weight? Can it walk before we start showing the baby off and all of this? Now, some people might do that. Kudos to you. However, she didn't want to do that. And he knew that. Mm-hmm. But he's trying, like a true baby, he's trying to grab attention. He wants the whole world to give him the attention. 
being on stage in an, in an adult diaper wasn't enough. <laughs> Going onto the stage and talking about homosexuals and AIDS and all of this shit wasn't enough. Now we have to take your poor little innocent baby and put her face blasted all over the deck. Can you imagine that baby's going to grow up and can Google this shit? That's the sad. That's what I, I think that's the real tragedy of this incident. Like, yeah, this is regular drama, but I think in the end, like the child can grow up and see this video of her father, like just gaslighting and verbally abusing her mother. I couldn't, so, I couldn't understand it. Yeah. But anyway, I'm done with the Lord baby. Lord have mercy. A lot of mercy. For real. Danny Lee, pray, Danny Lee, pray for strength. And, I'm uh, going to pray for strength. And, but what but I, I have saw, to, yeah. What you sorry. Say? What I wanted to say was what I saw was uh, a clip of her afterward and she was crying about things and whatever. And she said something that I was like, I want you to stick with Danny Lee. If you ever come across this video, I want you to understand something. You deserve way better than this. You said it in your video and I need you to believe it, girl. Believe it. You do deserve better than this. You have a baby girl. You got to show that baby girl that she deserves better than this too. And she can't see that if you're willing to put up with this nonsense. So please, I, I pray that you do find the strength and not only find the strength to move on from this situation, but find the strength to continue to raise your daughter. And knowing that her father is a, a, an idiot, okay? And he embarrassed you and humiliated you and put that shit into your music. Put it into yep. your music, okay? Mm -hmm. Because the best revenge on, on someone like the baby is to do better than him. Yeah, like Summer Walker. Actually, people were saying that on Twitter, and I think Summer Walker even did message her, and somebody showed her. I don't know if it was a tweet or a DM, a DM or whatever, but it, it's circulating. I saw it. So yeah, Summer, you're not so gonna keep her dumb. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Danny Lee. I'm gonna be listening out for that. I'm gonna be. Yes, listening. I am. I am. I am gonna listen out for that. But for now, we're gonna move on. Mm -hmm. oh, prayers up for Danny Lee and that little baby. From what I did see, the baby was really cute. Mm. But um, moving on into the call-out. The call-out. It's the call-out. This is where we take the time to put each other in the hot seat. We ask each other different questions, and we have to answer. And it's only one question. And this time around, I'm not going to go with the choosing number. I have mm -hmm. a one question here. Okay. Okay. What's better, being a big fish in a small pond or a small fish in a big pond? A small fish in a big pond. I agree. Mm -hmm. I second that motion. Now, why do you say that? I say that because that just just the scenario right away. You want you there's more to explore. There's more space. If you're you're if you're in a space that can't really contain you, that's not a good feeling. And right. I guess that's an analogy you can use in real life as well. Like I'm talking about in the physical, but even in a real life, you want a large space. You want options. You don't want to be because you're big or whatever whatever that bigness needs to mean. Whether it's talent, whether it's money whether it's fame whatever it is you don't want that to be a prison mm -hmm. so 
yeah mm-hmm. well okay so when i saw this when i saw this question because i i didn't think of this question i'll just put that out there mm-hmm. that uh when i saw this question the first thing that i thought of was windsor windsor ontario mm-hmm. now hear me out quickly uh the reason why i thought of windsor was because we're coming from the big city Okay, now Toronto, in comparison to the population in Windsor, Ontario, we have triple time the amount of people that they have. We have so much uh, resources around us and so on. And so going from a big city to a small city, such as Windsor, I noticed that the Mazdem that moved from Toronto to Windsor they felt like they were the bomb.com. You understand? <laughs> they thought because they're they were the big fish in a small pond. Mm-hmm. And and I saw that they they had this high opinion of themselves when they were in Windsor. They yeah. thought where they were the, the shit times 10 in Windsor. But the second they licked back Toronto, okay not even hitting the full of Toronto from time to hit molten bread. <laughs> They're like, yeah, okay. Need to humble up myself a little bit. <laughs> and I noticed that. Right. And I always said to myself, I don't know why I, I, I couldn't see why. I don't know why that was, but that's what came to mind. Now to answer the question, I agree with you. I side with you and my idea is a little bit different, but somewhat similar. Um, I like to be able to learn from where I'm at. I like to be able to elevate. I like to be able to um, somehow, some way, increase what I know. And if I'm in a, if I'm, you know, in, in a big pond, there's so much more for me to grasp. There's so much resource. There's so much for me to learn. There's so many ways for me to level up. You know, when you're already you know, the big fish, where do you go? Exactly. You don't have anywhere to go. There is no up. You are the up, right? So that's why I feel that way about that. So anyways, you go on with your question now. Hold okay. Um, I don't know if we asked this before. I don't, for some reason. No, not really. Mm-hmm. No, not that one. But this one, worst, what is the worst advice you've ever received? Did we talk about that yet? No, we haven't. Okay. Uh... Okay, to give you a minute, I'll start. Yeah. (laughs) One of them is fake it until you make it. That's a common. When I was thinking of this question, that's the first thing that popped in my head. Mm -hmm. I was like, and it's something that I've actually lived by. Like, I'm like, fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. That's something I've always heard Mm -hmm. in my career or Mm -hmm. whether it's like side hustles or side things that I want to do. And um, no, I don't think in in life i think it's not really fake it till you make it it's really what what that is or what you're really speaking into existence when you say that is confidence really believing in your capabilities because if you really believe in yourself you won't feel the need to fake it right quote unquote fake it it's because you just you're confident that you have the foundation to i guess the easiest comparison is like in a job, if you say there's a particular mm-hmm. role you want or department that you want to try or a new career change, even you just have that skill set or you have that. That's just naturally a natural talent of yours. Mm-hmm. Believe in those capabilities and there's no way. Don't, don't tell yourself you're faking it. No, you're ma- you're making it really. Actually. Right. Right. You're just making it with what you have. You're not faking right. nothing. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. You're trying to. Yeah. OK. I hear you. Um. 
Well, I don't know if this is so much advice, but I've heard this over the years. Um, being that I am of darker complexion, I've heard you are pretty for a dark skinned girl. But that, no, that's not advice. Yeah, it's not advice, but it's something that stood stood out to me when you said that because mm-hmm. it was those. Str- for me, it was the, like I've heard it so many times over the years. Yeah, um, that I it stuck with me, and I always thought it was the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Um, because for me, the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. <laughs> That's for me, number one. And and it was almost like a, a backhanded compliment. Mm-hmm. And so when you say this question to me, that's the first thing that comes to my mind that jumps to my mind that I've always heard over the years. And I was always like, do you understand that you're insulting me? Like, do you, do do you understand that you're saying that my skin tone is not good enough in some sort of respect, but yet I'm pretty like that's an oxymoron. Like how, how am I both? You know what I'm saying? So anyways, that's what jumped to my head when you said that question in terms of advice. I've been told in the past by a certain person, I'm not going to mention who they are, but to be comfortable. Someone once told me that I was Mm -hmm. uh, thinking of doing something and, you know, and they came along and they were like, you know, you should just be comfortable with where you're at. Mm. And I'm like, what? What? Huh? Nigga. No, no. please Um, (laughs) no but all jokes aside I have heard that before and uh I thought it was the worst thing ever that sounds terrible it's it's the worst thing I've ever heard ever it was the worst advice in Mm. terms of the word advice that was the worst advice that I ever received why because God gave us so much he gave us so much and he wants whatever's in your heart he wants good for you You understand? So if I want to explore something or if I want to try something out, you know, why not? Why should I just be comfortable? Why not reach for the star? Mm. Why not go for my full potential? You never know what could that lead to. You know what I mean? And so when I heard that advice, I was like, and (laughs) friendship done. Okay. Friendship (laughs) done. Because you can't, you can't, I feel like a good friend, if ever you're going to do something in life, you need a cheerleader. You need yeah. someone who's going to be like, yo, brethren, yeah, man, you can do it, B. Yeah, do it. Yeah. yeah, whatever you need, do it, just do it. I remember a girl, you know her, I'm not going to say her name, mm-hmm. but there was a girl and uh, that I knew in university. And the one thing that I took from this girl, actually two, one thing was, there's times in life, you just got to do it. Don't overthink it. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't, don't, you know, just do it. Just do it. Because if you have faith in God, just do it. He'll help you through it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I took that away from her. Another thing that I took from her, side note, was a man should always love or like you more than you love or like him. And I, I'm sorry, that's true. It's very true because when a man loves or likes you more, he will go to the nine for you. You don't necessarily have to be at the same level of like, but, or love, Mm. but you have something for them, but you can see that they have just a bit more than you. And whenever you're in a relationship like that, a man will go over the moon and back to give you whatever he needs. He feels he needs to give you. 
you know, um, whether that's his time, whether that's his affection, whatever that might be. And so I know I answered your your question like three times over, but anyway, <laughs> but yeah, on. there you go. We're gonna move on into the workout. Workout time. Working it out. This is where we work out our hearts and exercise our mental fitness. We do a deep dive discussion on issues that are affecting or impacting our culture. And so one topic that I wanted to bring up today was I saw Tammy Roman. Now, Tammy Roman is funny as hell. I love this woman. She's hilarious. She's real. She's raw. And she's very intelligent. Mm. If you were to listen to her, she is very intelligent woman. She went on the real. Most people know about the real. It's a, it's a show that's a daytime uh, talk show in the States and the lovely hosts that are on the show had Tammy Roman on there and were talking about her relationship with her husband, uh, which she's now married to. She was with for a while and then they got married. I think they've been married for around four four or five years, Mm -hmm. if I'm not correct. And they've been having infertility issues. So I just want to put this in perspective because Tammy herself has children. And they're all big. They're all big and grown. She don't have no babies. Okay. Now, with that said, she's an older woman. Okay. And we all know that, you know, there comes a point in time in every woman's life when having children could be a little bit more difficult. Now, she's reached this point where she's with him. They want to have a child. He himself does not have children. He is an only child. And he wants to keep his bloodline going. And he wants to have a child. He's reached that point in his life. He's married. He's, you know, he's in love where he wants to have a baby. So they've been trying desperately and she's had too many miscarriages to even count. And my heart goes out to her because, you know, um, a miscarriage is never easy on the body or the mental. And it's been a hard place in their relationship. And she's come to the point where she loves her man so much that she wants him to have a child. And so she gave him this proposition and she said, you are allowed to go out and find a woman and have a child with her. This is how it's supposed to work. Mm -hmm. They split for a couple years. He finds a woman, he has a child and they get back together. They keep their marriage going. He gets what he wants. She gets to see him happy. Um, so the co-hosts were asking some questions because a lot of women, it's a, the panel is women, okay? Um, we're very <laughs> blown away with what Tammy was coming up with here. And one question that they asked, well, well are you going to now take care of said child? Mm-hmm. And she's like, of course, I'm going to love the child. And, you know, child is welcome in my home and all of that. Um, I just know that I can't give it to him now. So my question to you or not to you specifically, but as a broad question here in this situation. Is what Tammy Roman is trying to do. Is that something that you could do? Is that something that you could be okay with in your marriage? Could I? It, de- uh, it depends because are you saying her 
because there's two options here. So her telling him to go and find a woman and take a break and find a woman and have a baby is that. That's what she was saying. Okay, she gave okay. him the option um, to take a break for two years, go have a baby, so and hold on, come back to her because they'll yeah. still be married. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think it's so it's so layered. It's just more complicated than it's not a straightforward question because what I really think she's trying to do is um, based on because he is like she's trying to give him a way out. Because you're saying people, I know you're insinuating and other people online are saying that, oh, she's just pretty much if he does, she does that, she's going to lose her man, right? So, because obviously the two reasons, like you said, if he does have a, a baby with another woman, then like that's another connection to another woman that he won't have with her, right? Like you, yep. I think you said something like that. Yeah. And then also it's like, you never know outside of the baby connection, he might even find another woman where he's like, you know what? She's younger. She's... Yeah, like there's just you're you're just basically opening the door. You're opening the door wide open for your marriage to be destroyed. Like there's always a chance for your marriage not to work out, but now you just knock down the door for that to be a very high likelihood, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I get the danger, but I kind of feel like underlying. Uh, okay, you're asking me if I could do it. And could you be okay with this idea? Could I be okay with this idea? Yeah, because I could understand the guilt of that. Because mm-hmm. she really loves him. She knows his heart. She knows that it's like, you know, maybe, I don't know if that's what he communicated to her. Or I think she just... So she's the one that posed it to him. She, she posed it to him she because she knows. Him. Yeah, because she's saying she knows he's an only child. And that and he, he wants knows. to have his own seed. He wants to have his own child. You know what yeah. I mean? So adoption is eliminated. Because that's not an option for him. Well, yeah, yeah. So, um, but I, I guess I was reading somewhere where um, it said that he, they did ex- explore surrogacy, but I think the issue with the surrogacy is um, she, her, she's focused on work. So she really wants the other woman to, if he wants to have a kid, then that woman is looking after the kid and they're going back and forth, but the responsibility doesn't fall on her because if they do the surrogacy, then obviously that's her child technically, mm-hmm. and it's just her and him and mm-hmm. she doesn't want to have a like essentially she's saying she doesn't want to have a baby right now right and she did make that comment on the reel where she said her career is starting to just really be where she wants it to be and take off in the way that she wants it to and she's been working hard to get mm-hmm. to this point and so now to turn around and to have a baby however you have the baby mm-hmm. whether it is you adopt a newborn or you have a surrogate mother you're still not that's your child that's yeah, your child. child yeah so so um i think i at least because i'm going into her head and i just feel like this is her way of letting him go to be honest i think she loves him but she doesn't want to be that burden and I, I read that basically, because I've heard something like this before, but I guess now this is like the update now that's what she said on the reel. But mm. I always got the feeling that even though she was pushing him in that direction, he doesn't want to do that. Like he said, but it's like, he that's your only choice. So mm-hmm. he goes, he said, because I, I just read this article on Atlanta Black Star and he, you know, basically he declined that offer. He said, I don't want that. I fell in love with you. You're the woman that I want to spend the life with my life with and if god put me here and i'm not supposed to have children then that's what it is because i feel like she that's and he understands based on that response he yeah that's easy for him to say though that but based on that response that's basically 
what he's getting that sense too. And that is the sense that she's turning, she's like, okay, like I'm not going to be the reason why you can't have a child. So go. But he is like also seeing that as a way of that. Yeah, she's pretty much giving him an out and me too. I'm, I'm seeing it as a way for her to give him an out without actually saying that I'm giving you an out out of this relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she's doing it knowingly. Um, yeah. Well, you know, when I saw her, okay, first I wanted to say that Tammy has diabetes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and she's older. She's 51. Like, she's 51 years old. Okay. And she's, you know, battling her own health issues. Mm-hmm. And I know that when I was pregnant, you know, there's diabetes that runs on both sides of my family. And so when my doctor found out about that, he was closely monitoring me because he didn't, I mean, I don't have diabetes, but because it's something you can actually have when you're pregnant, yeah, you yeah. could, you could, uh, you know, um, and so, why I mentioned that is because the doctor always mentioned to me that diabetic people, um, there's even if you can carry the child full term, it's the it's the delivery that could kill you. Mm-hmm. It's the delivery, you know, um, what is it called? Um, preeclampsia that you could have where you just bleed out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so there's a lot of there's a lot of risks for even if she was able to carry the child to term. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, I see that there's a deep sadness in Tammy because when I saw the clip, I could just see that first she didn't look well. She Mm -hmm. didn't look very healthy um, from, you know, in the past. I don't know. She looked like Skeletor to me. But with that being said, I I, I could see that her health is, is definitely affecting her already. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that being said, I don't think it would have been, I don't think it's God's plan for her to have any more children. No, that's, that's where I want to go with that. Mm-hmm. And I could see a lot of sadness in her eyes that she wants to desperately give this man a child. Mm-hmm. She does because she's had, if I'm not correct and excuse me if I'm not, but five miscarriages and the mm-hmm. last one was I think it was five. I'm not, I could be wrong, but the last one was as late as, um, I think it was, uh, uh, April or May around there. Mm. So she, and whenever you have a miscarriage, your body is still hormonally yeah. out of balance. Yeah. And the so motion get too. right. Yeah. No, just, everything, she needs, everything, she she, everything. Mm-hmm. And so she, I can see that sadness in her eyes. And I know she desperately wants to give him a, a child mm-hmm. and it would make him very happy. However, she loves him that much. And when you really truly love someone, you want them to be happy, whether it's with you or without you. Mm-hmm. And this is definitely a way out. This is definitely a hall pass. This is definitely a way for him to go and live that life that he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, but she loves him mm-hmm. and that's hard to let go. You know, it's hard. She's been with him for quite some time and her first marriage ended horribly. And so now she's in a place in her life where she finds love and, and she really is in love with this guy. So to let him go, just to let him go, like just to say, okay, I can't give you any children. We're going to divorce. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think that's what she really wants to do, no. but she loves him. So she wants him to have that life. And this is why she's come up with this big scheme. Yes. Yeah. However, I'm sorry, Tammy, but when a when you have a man's child, there's a whole different admiration that he has for you than any other chick. Now you could become a baby mother and he, he treats you like shit, like Danny Lay. Okay. <laughs> He, that could happen. But at the end of the day, in, in, in even the baby's heart, he has a level of respect for her. Mm-hmm. We didn't see it because he was going on with his stunts. He wants to stay relevant. But there's a level of respect because of the fact that they bared your child. And him doing that with anybody else other than her, I think it's kind of naive for her to think that he's going to come back. I think that's the 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 the, the hope, and that she loves him and she wants him to come back. But the likely of the likelihood of him having a child with another woman and coming back to you, I I, I think that's uh, a little naive to think that. that I don't would think happen. she believes that. I think that's just a nice way of turning him loose. I, I, a part of me feels like she doesn't want to let him go. No, because you're saying she loves him, but she's she willing. But she's willing to do that. I think and, she's willing. Yeah, and but the ch- what I'm saying is the risk that she's taking. Well, she's willing that to, she, That's the risk that she's she's like. She's okay. willing to take that risk that he won't come back yeah. because he's gonna want to have a family for his child. He's gonna want his child to be raised in a family, and once he has one, the gate is open now. Yeah, he's gonna want to have more. He's not going to, he knows how it feels to be an only child. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he's not just going to have one and done. He's going to have another. Mm -hmm. So that's a family that's starting and he's going to want to give his child that because most parents don't go into having children with this idea that, Oh, I'm going to be a single mom or I'm going to be a single dad. No, there's a, there's a, a love there that created the child and, there's a hope that we're going to have this family. And so he, he, you know, uh, Tammy, girl, no butter with it. Try find the surrogate. Try mm-hmm. find the somebody. If he wants the baby that bad, well, he's going to have to take care of the baby while you go on with your career. Mm-hmm. I think, no, for real, I think that's the compromise that the only compromise that could work in this situation yeah. is that she have to, if you're willing to risk your love and your marriage with him, then you need to risk harvesting some eggs and, and, and giving, you know, a surrogate the eggs and, and hoping for the best on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and even with her, the fact that she is ill, even harvesting the eggs could be very complicated for her and her health. So I can see maybe that's another you know, part that she doesn't really want to let out to the world that maybe they have thought of and maybe they have looked into and that's just not going to work for her health, you know, and, and so on. Um, It's really a sad situation that she can't have the child for him um, only because I can see that she's really in love and she really loves this man and she wants, because you know what? You have to love him if you're willing to let him go in that way. Mm-hmm. You have to love him. You can't not love him. Yep. 
You know what I mean? And it's really sad because she's finally come to a good place in her life where she's found a love that loves her, like truly loves her. And and I could see in different clips mm-hmm. with him that he loves her. Oh yeah, he loves he her. He really off. loves her a lot, even through all of her shenanigans. Um, he still loves her. And so it's going to be difficult for him, but if he has to make a choice and I know it's easy for him to write down on paper and, and say all of this, but, mm-hmm. oh, I love her. And if I wasn't meant to have children and all of that, the thing is he is meant to have children, you know, um, it's just not with her, you know, unfortunately, you know, um, but Tammy, you're opening up a can of worms, girl. Let me tell you, you open up that can of worms, the worms don't go back in, bro. And you need to be careful because you might just you might just catch feelings after it all. Because a man that that now has a child and who has been desperately trying to have a child and now he has it, your marriage is not going to be the same. He is going to the forefront of his mind is going to be that child. The forefront of his mind is going to make sure that the mother of said child is taken care of. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, well, I think that, you know, they're a mature couple and they're going to do what works for them. I am not judging her for doing that. She's trying to be selfless, I believe. And it's up to him to decide what she wants to do. She's put her line in the sand of what she's capable and what she wants to do outside of even having the baby physically, even, even nurturing and caring for a baby. So I think it's, you know, we'll see what happens. And yeah, a lot of, you're not the only one. Somebody else said something about her, um, not looking great. So maybe there's more to the story for her to say that there's something going on that we don't know. So I guess we'll, we'll find out. Yes, we will. And so, um, Tammy, keep your head up, girl. Uh, I, 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 there's, there's something just not right, Tammy, and I can see that. And you don't need to be a rocket scientist to see that. And so whatever you're going through with you and your husband, we, we definitely hope the best. And you are right, Jeanette, whatever choice they make, it's nobody else's damn business, but theirs. And I just hope that it's the best choice for them and for any future children And to leave it on a lighter note and a more positive note, love is something where it is a selfless action. You have to be able to put someone else before yourself. And what's really nice to see is black love and her willing to put herself last and love this man and that he is loving her through this. So that is great to see. Uh, And so we are gonna end the show, but we hope that your hearts and your minds were activated on this week's show. Whether you lead with your heart or your mind, please, please, please stay passionate and thoughtful. We'll talk to you next week, everyone. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.